BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from back at home. It was great to do a show in front of an audience in Sacramento. And uh, thank you to everyone who came out. My guests today are the winner from that show, a Zoom show dangling champ and a newcomer who is scrappy and ready to go. It's Thursday, February 24th, 2022. And my guests today are Brandon Collins, Chad Opitz, and Brian Petzos. Hello, gentlemen. Woo! Hey, hey. Now, from repetition, I'm sure I got the first two guys' names right. But, Brian, did I pronounce your last name correctly? You did. You did. I I often get pestos or pencils or pretzels. All of them make me very happy. It does seem like a name that lends itself to fun mistakes. And uh, I'll be back at you in a second, but we're going to meet everybody uh, individually and alphabetically, starting with Brandon Collins is back. Hello, Brando. Hey, hey, good to be back, y'all. This is fun. (laughs) I'm glad you enjoy it. Uh, I believe the last time you joined us might have been on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. And, uh, you know, so once I fi- found out that you would uh, do this show instead of the Super Bowl, I was like, well, this guy's going to say yes anytime I ask. So <laughs> I appreciate that. And uh, I mean, we got done in plenty of time to uh, to watch the game. Did you watch the game? Uh, just a little bit. I, I didn't really care for either team. Uh, I just want to see right. like if there's any trailers that popped up during Super Bowl that I di- I couldn't see on YouTube. And there were a few that I got to catch because I recorded on YouTube TV, so I was able to skip through any of the garbage I didn't want to watch. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a boring Super Bowl for me. The, the halftime show was interesting because you had all these rappers and they were all censored, but it was still a pretty good <laughs> halftime show. But it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't. I couldn't understand what was happening. I didn't know why Fifty Cent was upside down. I don't. I didn't, oh, that was uh, in the club from in the club music video. Oh, in the video, he's upside. Yeah, he's down. hanging upside down. Yeah. That's. I mean, yeah, that's all yeah. for him to do in his fifties. But you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just so funny. We've got this whole field. What we should? What should we do? Well, let's put him in a room and uh, put walls around it so many people in the stadium cannot see him. And uh, but the upside down part, now that you're saying it's an actual homage to something, uh, was cool. Also joining us today is uh, a recent champion. He somersaulted across the stage and into our hearts uh, <laughs> last Saturday in uh, Sacramento and uh, walked away the champion in an intense two-man showdown. It's Chad Opitz. Hey, Chad. How are you, Doug? I'm good. I say Sacramento as a nod to the film Memento because I love movies. (laughs) Very good. I see that. You do love movies. I can tell from that point. I really do. I just try to work it in everywhere again in conversation. Uh, Mm -hmm. If I could think of a movie that had the word Opitz in the title, you know I'd be using it. What Uh, What about Mr. Holland's Opitz? 
Oh, Ooh, I like that. I thought you were going to say Mr. Opitz Penguins. <laughs> uh, but uh, thanks for being here, dude, and uh, good luck today. Thank um, you. I think it's going to be a, a, an interesting battle mm-hmm. because we have with us a first-time guest, but he's, he's no slouch when it comes to cinema because he is a writer and director of uh, several shorts and now his first feature film. Uh, tell me if I'm getting any of this wrong. Big Gold Brick is in theaters now. Hello, Brian Petzos. Hello, Doug. <laughs> the, now, the, now, the now that you speak of is uh, obviously um, the 25th of February. Right. Um, well, because yeah. this release is late tonight, like at midnight. So technically it'll be on the, on your release date. And uh, where where can people see it? Like how many cinemas is it specific cities? How does it work? Yeah, it's going to be in actually, to be honest with you, I, I am not up to date on the full list, but uh, sure. it'll be in it'll be in um, theaters. It'll be uh, available digitally and on demand all uh, today, quote unquote. Oh, all right. You're taking it. You're doing it all today. So whether you want to leave the house or stay home, you can watch. Uh, big gold brick, which stars one of you know, you got an amazing actor in there who I, I think is having he's having a, a, a Garcia sans, if you will, uh, Andy Garcia. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, guy, uh, <laughs> he is a truly an enigma, and uh, <laughs> yeah, when I'm not scared of him, I love him. <laughs> Dude, I was, you know, this last uh, Christmas time around the holidays, I was at um, uh, Epcot in Disney World and they do this thing every night called the Candlelight Processional and it's uh, a different famous person comes in and kind of like hosts it and reads the the speech that Linus reads in, uh, in the Charlie Brown Christmas special. And... Um, for all those people that are religious enough to know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> it's the candlelight processional, they call it. And there's this gigantic choir and uh, seems like amateurs. And then um, a very professional orchestra and then a celebrity. And when the nights we were both nights, we were there, we went by to look at it both times just to look at him. <laughs> uh, Andy Garcia was like the, the, the special guest. And he seemed super into it. I mean, he is, uh, he can be a very serious man. Although I've seen, I see him be quite funny. <laughs> um, I liked him a lot. And there's a thing that, you know, one of the Quibi shows that went to Roku is called flipped. And he's like a sort of a villain in, uh, in that with, uh, with Will Forte. And it's really funny. Oh, I, I haven't seen it, but I, I love both those guys. Well, do you check it out? It's like the episodes are six minutes long and they made like 10 of them. So it only takes an hour to watch the whole season. Oh, I can um, definitely commit to that. <laughs> um, well, so what's, uh, what's the most exciting thing to you at this point about having uh, your first feature film uh, out and about tomorrow? I today, think tomorrow. Yeah. I think honestly, just kind of getting it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's a thing that's, it's so hard to just kind of make it happen. Um, and it's a thing that, you know, obviously uh, I've just finished my next script. And so it's, it's time to put that one together, but the pandemic sort of split the whole process up on this. And um, so I'm just, I'm excited to, to finally have it out, you know? And it's got, uh, you know, it's not just a one man show with Andy Garcia. You got Megan Fox in there. Who else is in it? Yeah, so it's Andy Garcia, Emery Cohen, uh, Megan Fox, Lucy Hale, and Mr. Oscar Isaac. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's the main gang there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's a fun thing about you is that Oscar Isaac is, uh, you know, you know, like Scorsese has De Niro, and you have Oscar Isaac, like you're, he's in all your movies. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if I deserve even the to be compared to the letter S in the name Scorsese, but I will take it. Absolutely. Okay. How about he's your Hector Elizondo? Can I compare <laughs> right. you? Can I compare you to Gary Marshall? 
<laughs> oh, actually, that's great too. I'll take that. Yeah, right. That's a great yeah. one. Right? I really. You could even compare me to Penny Marshall, and I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Penny Marshall had anybody that she put in every single one of her movies. She probably probably didn't, you know, because that was her brother's thing, and uh, you know, she was forging her own her own path but thank you so much for being here and everybody check out brian's movie i'll say it again now we'll say it again at the end of the show it's called big gold brick and uh before we start the games portion of the show i always like to visit recommendation nation that's where each of my guests recommends one movie I think Brandon has given us some interesting uh, selections in the past, but what do you have for us today? Yeah. So what immediately came to mind, because you mentioned Charlie Brown Christmas is a, a short film I watched recently on Apple TV plus called be my Valentine, Charlie Brown, which is probably the saddest of all the Charlie Brown, like uh, movie specials because it's Valentine's day. It's Charlie Brown. So, you know, it's not going to end well for him, but, but he's so optimistic he brings a briefcase to school because he thinks he's going to get so many Valentines. He won't be able to carry them in his little hands. And of course he gets none. And it's just one of the funniest, saddest pieces of TV I've ever seen. Uh, so I recommend that. <laughs> and this is just, you're telling us to watch the old CBS Valentine's peanut special. <laughs> I love that. That's on, <laughs> that's currently available on Netflix. Uh, it's on Apple TV, but it oh, might Apple be TV. Apple yep. TV. No, you're, I think you're right. Apple TV. Be my Valentine. You don't, you realize it's not a motion picture, right? Well, you know, it's, it's emotional picture <laughs> adjacent. You know, I usually recommend solid <laughs> films, but this just, this, you can't miss this, man. It's insane. Okay. Well, that's, that's fair. I'm going to accept it then because, uh, you know, you want people to see it. At least you're not, uh, taking up much of their time. You know, it's only like a 22 minute uh, cartoon. Yes. Gentlemen, also understand in this special, Linus wants to hook up with his teacher, and Snoopy does a one man play just to Lucy. It's completely insane. What? <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's supposed to be like five or something. <laughs> they're supposed to be really, I think that when they first started, they were like five, and then I think they grew into like they're, they're like seven, and Sally's five or something like that. But it's yeah, still, we did the, we did the math, know. and uh, they're all in the same class. So that means that Charlie Brown got held back, which is, makes it even sadder. So. <laughs> <laughs> all the bald dudes in class are the ones that were held back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Chad, that's a tough one to top a non-movie, yeah. Yeah, that, that, especially that's... for a holiday that has just passed. <laughs> yeah, Brandon thought that's a really bold recommendation. Short. <laughs> Man, uh, I am going to recommend. I I don't think I've recommended this before. The uh, there's a 1990s uh, Dave Foley movie called The Wrong Guy. I recommended it to somebody last night because they hit me up for something to watch. And it's you can watch the whole thing on YouTube, uh, but it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. There's so many good jokes in it. Um, yeah, Dave Foley is the wrong guy. It's really good. He's now, that's come up on the show, uh, not only in the recommendation portion, but just because, you know, whenever we have Dave Foley himself on the show, there's a lot of, uh, you know, he gets a lot of praise from the other guests because, uh, mm -hmm. A lot of comedians love that movie because it's really, I mean, he plays a character when they say the wrong guy, he does say the, or do the absolute wrong thing that you would want him to do in every, in every situation. Oh yeah. And it's consistent. And I don't know how they pull it off. It's quite amazing. Yeah. So many good jokes in it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wrote YT next to it for YouTube. I'm going to look at that later and not know what that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean why don't I write YT next to it? <laughs> oh, because it stars that young thing. <laughs> um, all right, Brian. I wrote down as a placeholder, big gold brick. But uh, you know, you don't have to recommend your own movie if you have something else you'd like to suggest. I mean, how can I recommend big gold brick when I can recommend Beverly Hills Ninja? <gasps> oh hell yeah! Oh my goodness! Out of left field. This is going to be mean, a tough choice it, though, for people. Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. How did you? How and why did you fall in love with Beverly Hills Ninja? I mean, but you know, when a film becomes religious, it's hard to explain the how and the why. 
It just, just happens. Next <laughs> you don't think you're into it, but next thing you know, you're watching it every Sunday morning. And uh, I mean, if, if I told you I've seen Caddyshack a hundred times, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, maybe more? Question mark. <laughs> nice. Okay, so this was uh, at a certain age. You were you loved both of those movies. Yeah, this was last summer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Summers. Well, I love that's a terrific. Uh, these are really three good uh, options for people, especially uh, if they want to have a laugh or 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 ask why. You know, if they want to watch something and wonder why someone else thought it was funny, these might also be uh, good for that. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know what uh, how people's tastes run when it comes to uh, how silly they like their comedy and how much they enjoy. Uh, watching children go through the rituals of Valentine's. <laughs> the, the, the romantic activities of children is what uh, Brandon has recommended. <laughs> what a, what a title. Let me write that title down guys. Just one second. <laughs> the romantic uh, wantings of children as imagined by a 75 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> sounds um, incredibly illegal. Oh, right. It's, it gets really weird the more you think about it, but at least he invented Woodstock and that, that made it a lot less strange. Um, once, once, you know, once you bring in a bird character, um, Woodstock and Snoopy have a very questionable relationship though. If you really look at it, I don't understand it at all. I mean, maybe we can go back to the beginning and, and maybe it was, maybe it was, some sort of food thing is the reason they became friends. Maybe they were able to help each other find food or something, but I just don't get why a bird and a dog would be that, that tight. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Uh, all right. Thanks for, uh, for recommending movies in that one TV show. And, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back, and the first game we're going to play today, I warned my guests pre-show because it's extra tough, I think. it's We're going to play the game Purple Rain Man, and, uh, but this is going to be a special edition of Purple Rain Man. Now, normally Purple Rain Man, as the title implies, is uh, the answer is two movie titles pushed together. I've even seen Jeopardy do this recently, and I've, I've contacted some lawyers <laughs> uh, because I know lawyers love Jeopardy. No, I uh, uh, have been playing this for a while, and it's um, two different movie titles matched up together, like Purple Rain Man. If I give you the cast members from Purple Rain and from Rain Man, you know, until somebody figures out it's Purple Rain Man, that's how that game worked. But this time, I've added an unnecessary twist. You know how most movies these days have, you know, two or three unnecessary twists. I think it's finally time for my game to have an unnecessary twist. And so this is going to be a mashup of an actor and a uh, movie, but in the opposite order. It's going to be a mashup of a movie title and an actor. So one at a time, I'm going to give you, first I'm going to give you the third build person in the movie, and then the third most popular film featuring uh, the actor I'm thinking of, according to IMDb. And then I'll give you the second build and the second highest grossing movie, et cetera, until somehow it all makes sense or it doesn't. <laughs> boy, boy. I got one giveaway clue at the end that I think will finally solve it just because I, I don't want to walk away without a winner. Um, we'll see. Ready? 
Yeah. yeah I just, sure. you know, and just guess anytime you want. Uh, I don't know if a lot of guesses will spring to mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first half of this mashup is a movie title and the movie has John Leguizamo in the third billing. And this title is matched up with an actor's name whose third most popular movie, according to IMDb, would be Spider-Man 3. Whoa. Mm. Yeah, so there's way too much to chew on there, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next round. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. There's this, you know, Leguizamo has been in a ton of movies and there's a ton of actors in Spider-Man 3. How could you figure it out at this point? Unless you know that second build in this Johnny Legs movie is Maria Cecilia Botero. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I wrote that name as the moment I thought, oh, no one's going to get this. And then... (laughs) And then the second most popular movie this person in is called Valentine's Day, directed by the aforementioned Gary Marshall. Mm. Oh, man, but that has so many celebrities. But we can't rule out that (laughs) the answer might be Hector Elizondo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready for a first build and highest grossing? Not grossing, but most popular movie that person was in? Yes. We got... Stephanie Beatrice from, uh, you know, she's on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Very funny. Plays Rosa. And then the most popular movie, according to IMDb, this person in is, is in is called Interstellar. So I think the key to this is the first person who can think of the one person that was in Spider-Man 3, Valentine's Day, Interstellar can then back into the other movie's answer by just knowing the, you know, the first name of the actor because they're mashed up. Does that make any sense to anybody? Yes. Another, another sip of this 40 ounce. Let me see if it starts to make yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, as loopy as you can for this. Okay, so Doug, ex- explain. So we're supposed to re- figure out the actor and the movie, or just yeah, they 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 mash up together like Purple Rain Man. You can smash them into uh, okay. Two, I think two I know what this is. Okay, I think I know what this is. Uh, the actor is Topher Grace. Yeah. So, what movie would star those other three people and come before Topher? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> What? John Leguizamo, uh, Stephanie, would it be, would it be uh, Encanto? Yeah, now say all of it. Topher Grace, Encanto? Try again. Encanto, Topher Grace? <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't know. Now mash it up. Now mash it up. Encanto for Grace? That is the answer. Oh, okay. Encanto for Grace. Wow. Okay. Whoa. He did it. Yeah. Encanto Tofu Grace came to me and I went, oh, that'll be a fun game. And then as we're playing it, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But to be be clear, it's Encanto for Grace. Yeah. Yeah. Encanto for Grace. Okay. Encanto for Grace. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So how does Ask for it by name. How does this reward work, Doug? Uh, I did the heavy work? How's the reward work for this one? Because, you know, I feel like I solved it. It's just going to be. Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, you won the, uh, uh, you know, the game. But you haven't, you haven't, pardon the expression, won the war because <laughs> we have to play our uh, one more game. And, uh, of course, what you won is you get to go first in our our next game. Um, But that Topher Grace has got an interesting, uh, you know, filmography, because I was reading that he was sort of like, uh, I've got this Matt 70 show money, so I'm just going to take 
interesting acting roles where I can find them and not necessarily pursue, you know, being like the lead all the time. But they say that him being in Spider-Man three, like was detrimental to career. Yeah. Yeah, It was a bad move for him. But it's cause it's not his fault fully. It's just that the iteration of the character he's playing was so like heavily like hated by fans that it just, you know, knocked over to him. Yeah, isn't that weird though? Because like, what's his name didn't get the stink off of being Sandman. Really, it didn't oh, seem yeah. to bother people that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got to come back in this. Uh, yeah, 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 in this next one. <laughs> I mean, you gotta really, you gotta have a magnifying glass to find. Because uh, I don't, I don't think they invited. Um, you know, I don't think he got uh, Venom got invited back, but that's because, of course, Venom's a whole new thing now too. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a post-credit scene. What Spider-Man? Yeah, that hints at you know what's going on with that. Oh, is that what it's hinting? I thought it was. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's so funny. The Tom Hardy I scene. It was just pu- pushing forward on the Tom Hardy Venom. I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that that could somehow be a, a, a yeah, Topher Grace thing. Well, no, it's a it's not a Topher Grace thing. It's just well, there, it alludes that there's been a symbiote before, like because you know. Uh, Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire's mentions it. He mentions that. Yeah, yeah. But the right. post credit scene like shows like the MCU where they're possibly taking Venom. I see. Yeah. So it's building he, up to Tof- Topher Grace versus Tom Hardy Battle Royale. I mean, that'd be awesome if they brought back Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think he needs redemption more than any of them, you know? And as it is, I didn't feel like uh, Thomas Hayden Church or Jamie Foxx really like, you know, went, oh, that's, see how great those characters could have been. I still mm-hmm. just found them not, you know, as interesting as Doc Ock and, uh, you know, yeah. and, and Willem Dafoe. You just can't, well, just can't beat that guy no matter who he's playing. No, no, you can't. Uh, all right, guys, let's go to another break. And when we come back, we're going to play uh, the game that's going to decide it all. And it's a fun game, but not an easy game but definitely easier than what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody during the break, go ahead and get more high and drink more, whatever it is you do while listening to the show. Uh, Everything's going to get easier from here. And uh, we'll we'll be right back. (laughs) We're back. And Brandon Collins, since he won the first game, he gets to go first in a little game I call Filmily Feud. If I had, you know, if I could steal the Family Feud theme music and play it right here, I would. Uh, Today's edition is called uh, the Food Edition of Family Filmily Feud. So we might as well even call it Filmily Food. And here's how it works, Brian, Chad, and Brandon. Brandon will go first in the first round. Each of you will get a chance to go first in this game just to uh, keep it fair. But if we have to go to a tiebreaker, then Brandon will get to go first because he won that first game, sort of. Now, (laughs) (laughs) lay up from uh, Chad. (laughs) (laughs) I could, you know, honestly, you guys, you need to, you know, get together and make your voices sound more different so I don't get confused. Uh, I know Chad (laughs) could go more nasal if he wanted to, right? (laughs) Let's do a character the rest of the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard you sing. So, uh but uh brian might need to uh an update on how this works as well uh i'll say uh, to you a question that i asked on twitter and i waited till i you know received a hundred responses uh to a you know a four a multiple choice four option question uh, I'll give you the question and the four options and, uh, Brandon gets to go first. He gets to pick one of the four. Then Chad gets to pick from the remaining three and Brian from the remaining two. Uh, sometimes that third choice person ends up getting the one that got the most votes. Cause you never know what people are going to vote for or why, especially once you hear how weird these questions can be. And, um, like I said, we'll start with uh, Brandon because he won the last game. Oh, boy. I asked 100 Twitterers the following question. 
I put it in their mouths. They said, I wish movie theater snack bars sold dot, dot, dot. And you're, you have to figure out which one of these four options uh, people responded to the most. And you will get that number in percentage as your score uh, for this round. I wish movie theater snack bars sold Girl Scout cookies, wontons, Irish coffee, or waffles. Ooh, okay. Some movie theaters, of course, have things like some of these things, of course, because some movie theaters have food and drink. But I'm just saying this question. I wish movie theater snack bars sold, and those are the choices. Which one do you think got the most votes, Brandon? I'm going to go with Girl Scout cookies. Okay. Chad, where does that leave you? What do you think about the wontons, the Irish coffee, and the waffles? I love this question, and I do think he's right on the Girl Scout cookies thing. But I think behind that, you would definitely want uh, Irish coffee to wash down those cookies. Mm. I love a, I had an Irish coffee yesterday. So your answer is predicated on the other answer going through and becoming an a staple at the movie theaters. Yes. Then you want that Irish coffee standing by. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think, Brian? Well, the, the tiny percentage of Irish in me wants to say the coffee. Um, I want to say the waffles, but that seems like a real situation. So I'm, I'm going to find myself with a handful of wonton. <laughs> but the waffles, <laughs> the waffles, you could, uh, you know, use the same butter. You know, you can self-serve the butter the same way you do with the popcorn. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Right. Wow. Okay. Or would now, butter now I'm getting excited. Popcorn, would butter that goes on popcorn, is that, would that even taste good on a waffle? Of course. Oh, After the Irish <laughs> coffee, man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you're going to be shitting for a while after all of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, I think a butter, a popcorn butter is like kind of its own thing. Like, I don't think it should be put on anything else, but I guess it would be fine on other things. Well, that starts uh, with it not being butter, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I go, I'm going to see what else they sell there that might be interesting to have a little extra butter on it, take advantage of that machine being there. Uh, I like butter on my hot dog. (laughs) I like a nice buttery hot dog goes down slick, just like uh, just like Joey Chestnut. Oh yeah, I could sell some mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, I know everybody's dying to hear the results, and I'm excited to share with you that my three guests are smart. Because the three of you sussed out that waffles would not be in the top, (laughs) would not be in the top position. It merely got 20% of the vote, but 20% of the people that responded like a waffle with their movie. So (laughs) listen up movie theaters. If you're listening, um, (laughs) and then coming up next, with 22% of the vote, that goes to Brian. That's the good old wontons. <laughs> Wouldn't that be messy, too? That would be so bad. It could be, depending <laughs> on if you're, like, dunking them in something. But a nice, crispy wonton with, like, some shrimp in there is actually not a terribly messy yeah. treat. But you, but if you add, like, some sauce, like some, some of that uh, orange sauce or something that they give you... Uh, at places where you get wontons, then you're then you are getting into uh, could get kind of messy. You could dip them in that butter flavoring. <laughs> oh my god, shrimp wontons in butter flavoring! I, I'm thinking I might like that. <laughs> oh, you know, especially while I'm watching, what would be a good movie to get that with? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know without sounding racist. Okay. Um, oh my God. You could do it while you're watching a Christmas story. Yeah, perfect. That's a perfect example. There we go. 
I was going to suggest a documentary yeah, stripper, but. <laughs> um, I'd ask why, but we're on a bit of a time crunch. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously, why? I have no idea. I'm I'm a bad person. <laughs> Don't judge the man. <laughs> Uh, everybody wanted, well, two people wanted Irish coffee and that came in at 24%. And so anybody that's racing ahead with their math skills would figure out that, uh, Brandon and the Girl Scout cookies got 34%. That's where, that's where this, uh, this whole... Hey, sound effects department, could you do that earlier next time? Uh, this is where the whole, um... You know, uh, idea for this question came to me is I just got that. You know how Girl Scout cookies, you want them, you really want them like on the off season or when you're not, you know, near a a place where they would randomly be selling them. And so I just got really uh, craving them. And I thought, well, I'm headed to the movies. Why aren't they just selling them at the movies? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I have my answer that everybody feels that way, or at least 34% of the people would rather have Girl Scout cookies than all these other delicious things that I offered. (laughs) And what a a crazy crossover. That would save movie theaters and the Girl Scouts. Yeah, I could save everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, you put... Mm-hmm. You have a dispensary next door, right? So people show up, they buy their cannabis, and they mm-hmm. get really high in their car. Then they go get the Girl Scout cookies. Then yeah. they go into the movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just got to make sure that they uh, yell at everybody. Don't throw those sleeves on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're going to be all gone by the end of the movie. You can't. Mm-hmm. I could never like watch a movie high and have a box of, you know, like thin mint cookies, which I just learned recently. There's two different recipes, and I don't know if I've had both or I've had only one of them my entire life. Whoa. Right? I suppose, yeah. suppose it depends the last time one. you had them. No, it's geographical. Whoa. There's two different places that make them, and they both have different recipes. And then they that. ship them off to different parts of the country and the world. Interesting. Yeah. The thin mints, yeah. Whoa. Isn't that mind-blowing? That's crazy. They, they have like slightly different recipes and a lot of people are real snobs about it. Like they think one's way better than the other. Whoa. Yeah. I, I whatever, whatever. whatever happened to standards? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Girl Scouts, man. They're just, they're, uh, you know, they're making their own way in the world. They're starting to, you know, rip everybody off just like white dudes, white adult men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Brandon is in the lead here with 34. Chad's got 24. And Brian's got 22. So this is anybody's game. Mm-hmm. Chad gets to go first in this round. And it's a real simple question. I just said, favorite of these. Whoa. And I gave them four films to choose from. Uh, fitting the food theme. And no, they don't really have any other theme uh, amongst them, I don't think. I mean, maybe you can find something. But the four choices are Sausage Party, Mystic Pizza, Children of the Corn, or Fifty First Dates. Ooh. Um, I'm a horror guy, so I'm going to go Children of the Corn on this one. You're taking the corn. I'm taking the corn. Just for the genre alone. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Um, the poster for Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix yeah. has, he's like Ferdinand the Bull. It's like the mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a field of uh, something. It might be corn. And his head's just popping out. It's like so adorable. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I, was like, I think it's sunflowers. <laughs> his head like sunflowers. Yeah. It, it's like a very really charming, a, creepy shot. Yeah, it really is a strange image for that uh, <laughs> that movie, but that's what that that got me thinking about uh, that. You know, they, 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 it looked like a reboot of Children of the Corn, but this one's just called Child of the Corn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that leaves for Brian. That leaves Sausage Party, Mystic Pizza, or Fifty First Dates. My calculation here, Doug, is based upon you. Uh, procuring these answers on Twitter and a hundred mm-hmm. people doing it. And my, mm-hmm. my, the answer I'm seeing is sausage party. 
Yeah. All judgments aside for each of the films. That's what right. I'm going with. Right. Yeah. I mean, I said favorite of these. So, you know, uh, I assume people are responding like their favorite movie of the four, but you know, I just don't know what goes through people's heads. Uh, <laughs> Cause also, I mean, just anybody, I couldn't name just off the top of my head, which one of these I like the best. I guess I'd narrow it down to probably sausage party and 51st dates. Cause I've never been a, a pizza or a corn fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you hate pizza with corn on it. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've never been a fan of pizza with corn on it, but <laughs> I'd try a pizza with dates on it. I'm not going to lie to you. What? Sausage and dates. That sounds pretty good right now. Okay. Um, what do you want, Brandon? Uh, I mean, out of the two left, I'm going to go with 51st <laughs> Dates just because Mr. Pizza is so old. I haven't heard anyone say that in years until this podcast. So I'm going to go 51st Dates. She came up on the last episode because we were playing the last person standing and it was uh, okay. Julia Roberts. So it, uh, it came up on that one. Anytime it's Julia Roberts or Matt Damon, I've always got Mystic Pizza locked and ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many more people I could name in Mystic Pizza, but uh, I got those two. Well, this was an interesting round because, again, no one took the bait. No one said Mystic Pizza. And in my poll, it only received 8% of the vote. So excellent job there. But then, unfortunately, Chad went with the corn. Oh, no. And only 20% of the people are okay. pro-corn. <laughs> <laughs> Not big Jonathan Davis fans. Um, and then um, Sausage Party received 32% of the vote. So Brian gains 32 points there. So it puts him uh, a little bit ahead of Chad, but ahead of everybody. Because oh, wow. 50 first dates got 40%. Wow. Yeah, Brandon pulled that one out for now he has a whopping 74 points. But again, wow. still anybody's game. Brian gets to go first in our third and final round. Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Any final comments about uh, sausage, pizza, corn, or dates? All sound delicious. That's yeah, I mean, Would you try them with butter flavoring? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen Children in the Corner. I always got mixed up with Village of the Damned and found out real quick that those are the same movies. No, they're quite different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Children of the Corner is real, you know, it's real basic. It's just, uh, you know, there's been seven of them or more by this point, I would think. And there's just always issues with those kids that are out in the corn, <laughs> you know, it's just like, what are they, what are they doing out there? How do we get rid of them? <laughs> and um, I forget the subtitles, but you know, I think one of them, one of them is a reckoning. I think, I think children corn three might be the reckoning. And um, anyway, uh, I keep waiting for that to get rebooted. Uh, by by one of these geniuses that just they end up making a, just another shitty horror movie, um, but with the same name as an old shitty horror movie. <laughs> did I say Sausage Party got through thirty two? Yes, I did. All right, <laughs> Brian. Here's the next question. It's not really. It's a question, I guess. It's three words: best food fight. Ooh. Yeah. Out of curiosity, Brian, what movie food fight comes to mind that you think might qualify as one of the best movie food fights? Blazing Saddles. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Of course. Uh, pretty, pretty much almost ends on a food fight, right? Basically. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a mystical food fight. And if, <laughs> if people don't agree, you can frip off. Frip <laughs> off. You can Robert frip off. <laughs> um, what about you? Amazing, Chad? Robert. Robert. Good reference. 
Chad, do you have a good uh, food fight? Oh, I immediately thought of Animal House. Right, because he yells food fight like it's right there. The expression was born. Uh, Prior to that, people were just like, let's make a mess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I really always enjoyed the one in uh, The Great Race as like a food fight, a cake fight where they like, you know, try to top all the previous, uh, you know, pie fight sequences in movies. Mm. And uh, I think they do it. I think they pull it off. What about you, Brando? Can you think of one? Uh, yeah, Hook. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, the bangering. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one. That's oh my one. god, that fucking Rufio and his goddamn cakes, dude. That's still the coolest character. Like, that's still one of the coolest characters ever on Cinema Bad. That's. No one else agrees. Okay. <laughs> no, I guess it didn't happen uh, the couple of times that you were on the show, Brandon. But uh, when there's a live audience and the subject of hook comes up, uh, a Rufio chant breaks out pretty quickly that, thereafter. That happened in Sacramento on Saturday. It's, yeah, it's quite beloved amongst uh, a, a certain group of people. Um, or, you know, certain age group, I guess. There's probably like a 15, 20 year window there where people really got swept up in it. And uh, part of the reason they chanted is because they know I, they know I'm not that into it. But <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, you did an excellent job of coming up with um, the food fights that uh, I thought of. I did a little research on the internet for food fights and number two on some guy's list of food fights is that scene. Uh, now I can't remember the name of the movie, but uh, James Cagney picks up a half a grapefruit mm-hmm. and just shoves it in this woman's face and shoves her to the ground. And they just said it's a food fight. I'm like, that is uh, just direct physical assault. That's <laughs> domestic violence. It's with domestic violence with, with like, you know, with citrus in, in her, shoved into her eyes. Like, that's got to be so unpleasant. You know, they probably did multiple takes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> harder, Jimmy. Do it harder. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's in an old cop black and white comedy that I can't think of the name of. Did, right they, also, did they also recommend Last Tango in Paris? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's hey, it's butter you know flavoring. Or uh, what's the they, they, they use movie theater butter in that movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, um, the K can uh, anime uh, is, a, is a food fight based on that standard. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, the. Uh, the vomiting scene in uh, Stand By Me is, is kind of a food fight. You know, it's food that's been eaten, but then, then they throw it on each other. Um, so the four that I wrote down were National Lampoon's Animal House, Hook, Blazing Saddles, and um, another one that gets a little traction online for having a food fight is uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. Because Sarah... Uh, Oh, now I'm not going to get both their names. But, uh, Mary, Mary Stuart Masterson and uh, the lady from Weeds, they, um, <laughs> they have like a scene where they just pour a lot of food all over each other and, and then discover that they you know, might be in love or something. As it happens. In fried green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't write these down until, you know, knowing who the guests are going to be. I, you know, if I knew it was going to be all dudes, you know, I wouldn't be bringing up fried green tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So Brian gets to go first. Which one do you think uh, got the most votes for best food fight animal house hook, blazing saddles or FGT? I'm going to say Animal House. I'm sorry. Don't. Why are you sorry? Are you sorry? sorry? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm so sad about it. <laughs> no, you got to rejoice. And, uh, <laughs> Animal you know, House. The Faber College food fight. Um, okay, Brandon. Uh, hook is one of the choices, right? Yeah. Yep, I'm going to go with Hook. Stick with my original thought. Brando's going hook. Chad, that leaves you with blazing saddles or fried green tomatoes. 
Well, as much as I love Kathy Bates, I'm going with uh, Blazing Saddles. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're a smart player, dude. You know what you're doing. I appreciate it. (laughs) Keep up the good work. (laughs) Uh, But now it's going to drive me crazy if I don't uh, figure out what the hell that... uh, that fucking uh, movie was where he pushed the grape shoot into her, grapefruit into her face. <laughs> it was just called a phys- random physical assault. That's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, anyway. Oh wait, Public that. Enemy, wasn't it? What's that? Wasn't the movie Is Public it? Enemy? No, no, it's a comedy. It wasn't like a serious gangster movie. It's just a comedy. Yeah, I, oh, okay. Where he gets I know the scene. And, I'm forgetting the actual title. Yeah, yeah. It's really, I just can't, uh, I really can't get over how blatantly awful it is. But then it just really cracked me up that uh, it was number two on a list of best food fights. Oh, oh the public <laughs> enemy is what it's called. Yeah, he is a gangster in it. So oh, it's sure. like not, I always thought that movie's a comedy just because that seems so wacky. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> wait, is it's it a pretty too? hardcore black and white gangster movie. Yeah, public yeah. enemy. Yeah, so like, oh, look at this fun scene where he just shoves it in her face the grapefruit. It's it's <laughs> brutal, and the reason he's mad is because she doesn't have any alcohol for his breakfast. <laughs> so I actually get that. I totally get that though. That sounds, that sounds hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you pick between blazing saddles and fried green tomatoes? I, I picked a uh, blazing saddle. Okay. Um, good choice. Again, nobody fell for my fried green tomatoes uh, silliness. That one ended up getting only 3% of Ooh. the vote. Yeah. And uh, what's her name? She's in the red movies and her last name is Parker. Oh, uh, Sir, uh, Lou- Mary Louise Parker? Mary Louise Parker. That's yep. it. <laughs> Mary- so it was, yeah. Mary Louise Parker. And Mary Stewart Masterson in a, a lesbian love situation in Pride Green Tomatoes, based on a book by uh, Fanny Flag. All right, let's look at the scores. We don't need to total them up because Brandon was already in the lead going into that last round, and Hook got the most votes. With 44%. That's why Brian never apologized for second place. Uh, Animal House got 36%. And Blazing Saddles got 17%. Which means our winner today, once again, continuing his streak, it's Brandon Collins. Congratulations, Brandon. Oh, thank you so much. I want to thank the Academy. I want to thank uh, <laughs> Chad and Brian so much. Thank you, Doug, for having me on. This is, uh, this is awesome. Um, let's do, just for the fun of it, I always prepare a tiebreaker, and uh, I thought this was a good one. I asked Twitter... Uh, we'll let, but we'll let uh, Chad will go first this time, then Brian, and then Brandon, so that uh, Chad can um, get a tiny slice of redemption. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here it is. Are you ready? Um, <laughs> um, I asked, what's the number one rule of food club? Whoa. Number one rule of food club with no real explanation of, I don't know if, you know, food club, I guess there's probably something like that that exists somewhere, but I just was being silly and saying, what's the number one rule of food club. And the choices I gave of possible number one rules are eat up. uh, Don't talk about food club and food club has no rules. Ooh. So yeah, so Chad, which one of those three? If you if people see that I'm asking, what's the number one rule of Food Club? Which one do you think gets the most votes? Eat well, up, don't talk about Food Club, or Food Club has no rules. Ooh. I'm gonna, you know what? If I'm in a Food Club, I'm definitely gonna be talking about it. So I would say, man, I'd say eat up. 
<laughs> okay. And uh, Brian, what do you what would, what do you think between don't talk about food club or food club has no rules? Like Chad, I want to just personally claim eat up, but given what I have here, my guess is don't talk about food club. Okay, and so that leaves for Brandon. Uh, food club has no rules. Um, you know, whether it's real play or just for fun, it seems like Brandon can't lose because oh, <laughs> this guy. Food, food club has no rules. Got the most votes at forty six percent. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but you all you all fell in line. You fell in line in your normal places, though, because Brian, again, came in second with uh, Don't Talk About Food Club, got uh, 28%, and uh, Eat Up just got 26%. What? <laughs> Let me ask you this, Brandon Collins. Can you join us uh, this Sunday afternoon at this same bat time for uh, to continue your uh, your reign? I should be able to, but um, yeah, we can we can talk. We'll double check on that. Yep. We'll uh, we'll circle back and make sure. Uh, go ahead and promote yourself. What do you got to promote this week? All right, uh, y'all can follow me at American Collins and all social media platforms, AmericanCollins.com for my shows. I have Drunk Black History at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Friday, February twenty fifth. If you're looking to celebrate Black History Month or just close out February with a few drinks and some laughs, you can get tickets for that at DrunkBlackHistory.com and follow my movie podcast, Medium Popcorn on all social media platforms uh mediumpopcorn.com thanks again man thank you chad opitz give us your uh you know socials and stuff that's coming up you can find me at uh twitter instagram at chad opitz i I just did the podcast interviews for the mind which was really fun and then i'm doing a randy newman podcast called wheel of randy next week that i'm excited for and uh, I'm going to be going up to Washington, Oregon, and Idaho next month doing comedy shows. And you can see where I'm at, uh, at chatopits.com. I wish Wheel of Randy was like a wheel that was covered in different, uh, you know, kind of abnormal sexual behaviors and, you know, just horny, <laughs> horny activity, like horny things, you know, like, you know, like you spin the wheel and it says, look in a window. <laughs> One of them could on both of them. One of them could be short people, you know, because like you can get use as example. You know, John Belushi was very Randy in uh, Animal House, so you could just use use everything he did. Uh, But thank you again, Chad Opitz, and a terrific first time guest, Brian Petzos. His movie is available. Any way you want to demand it. If you want to demand it in person, if you want to demand it on video, if you want to demand it on video on a streaming service, like all, it's you know you just gotta uh, cough it up for a little yeah. uh, little Andy Garcia action. Oh yeah, check yeah. it out. Thank you for being here, dude. I appreciate it, Doug, uh, very much. It's an honor. It's a pleasure, Brandon. Congrats, Chad. Great teammate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, thanks man yeah i just i don't care how people see it as long as they see it yeah right that's a that's the right attitude these people that are the, you know saying oh you got to see it on the big screen are just like well yeah yeah you see you say that because you're already rich or something you know but i'm uh, not rich doug yeah you just want people <laughs> to see, see your work and i i i, I agree and uh Say hello to Oscar Isaacs for us. We're all big fans. Yes, for sure. For and sure. And I said it wrong, I'm sure. Um, People always have no the S on the end, right? It's just Isaac, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Yep. Um, but anyway, um, is he going to be in your next thing? I mean, I guess you want to call him and ask? We can call him right now. Oh, my God. I would so like to be involved in because I'm sure you might have a hard time talking me into it. He's sick of working with you, but I bet you I could make it happen. <laughs> well, Doug, that's, why don't you and I offline about that, Doug? <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you so much for being here. And this is sincerely good luck for, with the film. I can't wait to see it. Once again, big gold brick. And uh, I'm going to be doing Doug Lowe's movies a couple of times at South by Southwest this year. Cool. And also 
a taping of my one of my other podcasts, Wide World of Dugs. So look for that if you're uh, attending South by or if you're just uh, in the Austin area. One more time for all of my guests, Brandon Collins, Chad Opitz, and Brian Petzos. This is a short one, Ryan. As always, come on. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.